Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life, the podcast that will teach you how to trigger upward spirals of health and happiness in your life. I'm Andy Proctor, a happiness activist whose goal is to make your life more happy with science-backed strategies and powerful interviews. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life. This is your host, Andy Proctor. Thank you so much for your ears today. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> so today I am going to introduce you to one of my friends and fellow podcasters, Monica Packer. So she is an amazing person, just a good human, and I just am excited to have this conversation with her. The crazy thing is that this conversation happened a, lo- a-, a while ago, and um as podcasters and regular humans know, life definitely goes crazy sometimes, and so does uh, global pandemics. <laughs> so do so do pandemics. And so uh, this has been an interesting year for, I think, a lot of people, and um, I'm excited to be kind of coming out of it, seeing the doors open, seeing a lot of change happening. And I'm also excited to share this conversation with you because we talk about some really important things, especially as we're going back into kind of this you know, you know, quote unquote, normal life again, uh, and finding this new normal and, you know, maybe trying to do, do, do like, you know, accomplish things and get stuff done and be productive or whatever it is. Um, just this, this episode, I think is a really good reminder to, you know, look at what, what actually is, Pro, uh, progress, you know, and um, Monica is the host uh, or the hostess, I guess, of the podcast about progress, and um, which is an amazing and very successful podcast, which you should go check out right now because you're you're, you're listening to podcasts. You definitely should go check that podcast out as well. Um, and you know, the we talk about how the process is the project, right, and that perfectionism really is the enemy of progress. Um, So uh, you're going to love this episode. Uh, It's just a really good conversation between me and a good friend, Monica Packer, who's an amazing person. She is passionate about teaching, uh, about practical transformation. Um, She's a podcaster, like I said. She's a growth coach. She is a podcast educator. She actually has courses on how to make your podcast awesome, which I highly recommend if you're thinking about doing a podcast. Um, And she guides women specifically to find sustainable growth by adopting progress over perfection. Uh, she is a actually a former middle school teacher, which is amazing. Educators are so great. Uh, a forever Oprah and Harry Potter fangirl, which I um, definitely relate to the Harry Potter side of that. <laughs> and a perpetual cookie dough maker. Uh, she's also... Um, a beginning swimmer, she says. So, uh, I don't know if, yeah, that, that's, that's awesome. (laughs) I probably am a beginning swimmer myself. Um, and you know, I definitely am much better at doggy paddling and floating, um, you know, than I am at, um, you know, kind of your, your, your 
pro, pro swimming, uh, you know, skills. So, um, but that's okay. You can still snorkel with those, those skill sets. So that's nice. Um, and you can find Monica if you want to check out her stuff, which I highly recommend you do at aboutprogress.com. And on Instagram, she, her handle is about progress. So go check her out. Um, she's got some awesome stuff. She's just a very positive, uplifting, um, person who is always trying to help the people around her and build community, which is so, so important. So, uh, enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy the conversation. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, Monica Packer. Monica, welcome to the more happy life podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm seriously so excited. Uh, I've now been on your show a couple times and I feel so honored to have you as a guest now on my show. So this is amazing. Oh, the honor is mine. And by the way, like you have been such a popular guest, you know, your stuff so much. And I'm just really glad I get to return the favor finally. No joke. No, I I love it. And, um, I think I just, I think it's so fun to hang out with you just as a real life human and I th- I'm so glad that we get to just chat on our podcast tonight too. So this is awesome. Um, so I, you know, I'd love to have you tell the listeners of More Happy Life a little bit more about why you started your podcast about progress and kind of like what, what was your why when you started and then what is your why for it now? Well, I would say it's definitely evolved in terms of the specificity of it, if that's the right word for it. But I think the general why behind starting was this desire to help people know that they can grow in lasting ways without harming themselves in the process. Mm. Um, Because I had believed the reverse. I believed that in order to grow, I had to do all the things. And I had to work towards overnight success. I had to be very vigilant, um, superhuman basically to get what I wanted and improve in the ways I wanted. And there was very little to none, um, room for error, for being human, um, for being mediocre. (laughs) And, you know, for many years because of that, I, you know, I was very extreme. And then for many years, I felt like I wasn't trying, that I had grown into this kind of frightened, apathetic place of living because I thought in order to grow, uh, it had to look like something that I knew I could no longer do um, because of how much it had worn me out and how much it had actually distracted my life. Um, But I, I realized I was turning 30. This was almost five years ago. So I was turning 30 and I was like, oh my goodness, um, I have a great life and I don't feel like I'm living it. I I feel empty. I feel sad with my, my wonderful life. And it really was because I was missing as part of it. I was so caught up in fear and in shoulds and trying to play different parts instead of knowing and growing in ways that I wanted to. So I started a blog first called About Progress, and that's where I just started sharing more of, you know, I was going all over the place. I was just trying to find what feels yeah. like me, and I was, I was, you know, doing baking. I was doing cooking. I was doing interior design. I was writing about very serious things. I was talking about parenting. I was all over the map, but the whole point was to just get messy mm-hmm. and to be mediocre. I almost named it Mediocre Monica, and to just <laughs> try things again and be okay with it not 
being awesome and not being good and something that people would like and sitting in that, sitting in that discomfort more than I'd ever had in my life. Cause I was running from that discomfort of being less than for my whole life up to that point. And I was just like owning, it's okay to be less than and not be great at everything. And, 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 and the process, I really did find myself again and I was able to step into my own strength and much of my life looks the same except like maybe I get less household chores done because when my kids are sleeping or right now during this, you know, COVID-19 stuff active and, you know, reading or something or watching a show, that's when I'm working instead of cleaning. So not much of my life has changed, but I have, like, I am totally different. Mm -hmm. And the way I experience my day-to-day life feels totally different too. Um, And so that's what turned into the podcast was helping other people share how they've learned to choose progress over perfection and that it looks messy and they're going to be mediocre. They're going to grow in a squiggly line instead of that straightforward up linear fashion that they wanted to believe in before, but that the transformation that we are seeking lies in the process, not the outcome. That's really powerful. I love that lies in the process and not the outcome. I Mm -hmm. think that should just be like on a bumper sticker, right? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I feel like I should have it branded on my forehead sometimes because I still have to remind myself of that all the time because I still want to believe that you can just arrive and then things are suddenly awesome, but that's just not real. You know, it's fascinating because I think that's what a lot of the research shows too about happiness is a lot of times we think that happiness is in arriving, right? Is is in the actual, you know, outcome, like you said, but really um, happiness helps us get to that point, right? Like if if we're happier, exactly. Like being happy now makes us more likely to be successful and not being successful, making us happy, right? So definitely. that's, I love what you said. And I, I think it was uh, powerful. What you said, I have a great life and I don't feel like I'm living it. That's just like, whew, that's deep. Yeah. And obviously there, there did need to be some changes, you know, like sure. I did need to figure out how to, um, not feel like I had to do it all myself. There had to be more, you know, teaching the kids other skills. There had to be letting go of some stuff, yeah. but, but yeah, it was more of like this internal process, mm. I would say. Yeah. I think it's so important to realize too what you said. It's okay to be not great at everything. <laughs> and yes. I like start I started playing uh the cello in 2019 for the very I have first loved time ever. Watching this process, by the way. That <laughs> has made me so happy. Uh well, and it's it's things like what you talk about, you know, that it's about progress that have really, really helped me along. I mean, mm. it was when I read okay. Angela Duckworth's uh book grit yes that really inspired me to to say you know what like i can do this right i could do anything that if i really wanted to that I book mean, is life changing for sure right oh. yes i loved that book i only read it um i finished it in march so yes i'm mm. with you that book is amazing so good so but, good what were you saying though about the cello is but yeah like i there are so many days uh where I, I practice the cello and I'm, I just look at my fingers and I look at my form and I'm listening to the tone. And then I like go and listen to other, you know, cellists who are like 10 years old <laughs> and I'm like, man, I stink, you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I can play a couple of songs, but it's not about, like you said, it's not about this perfection. It's not about this arrival. It's 
do I love the process of it? And the answer is yes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I keep playing because I, I just love it. It's like hanging out with my best friend who can play music. So, Oh, I um, love that. Totally, yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about perfectionism. And um, I think I, I've read from you at least a couple of times um, and listened on your podcast how you talked about perfectionism is the enemy of progress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's a lot of research out there that has kind of not really stood the test of what I like to call me search. I talk about me search a lot on, uh, on this podcast and, you know, cause it, I like me search, right? Like there's a lot of research out there, but like, if it doesn't work for you, Mm. like if your me search doesn't work, right? Like then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm. And I, I really believe, um, deeply in the research though that has really been good for my me search too of uh, carol dweck who studied Mm -hmm. um mindset right fixed mindset growth mindset and um so progress right progress seems like it's all about this this growth mindset side of things yes and perfectionism is kind of the other side of the very very much like a fixed mindset so why would you say like why would you say is if is like fixed mindset so bad for us as as humans. Mm-hmm. I think it's bad because we are human. <laughs> like we <laughs> right. inherently are not fixed in any mm. way. I mean, even our literal bodies from moment to moment are constantly changing. Um, so are we internally? I mean, you've been married for a while, right? Like I have been too. And right. you don't stay the same. Everybody changes the more that time goes on. So inherently it's an impossible mindset to carry on with success because you are ignoring the fact that we are mortal and we can't do it that way. And when we are still trying to hold that standard, we are sabotaging what growth can really happen when we are willing to mess up, when we're okay to make mistakes. Um, when you, when the reverse is true, when you think that it can only be the simple straight line upward trajectory to growth, Mm. you are destining yourself to always either fail or feel like a failure because it will never look like that. So even if you get to where you, you know, an improved state, it's not that straightforward shoot that you thought it would be. You'll feel like a failure. But if you know, it's part of the process, like you do with growth mindset, if you accept that you are going to mess up and you're going to feel frustrated and you're going to think that what you're doing isn't mattering, isn't, doesn't matter. And that it's not having the effect that you want it to. If you accept that that actually is the process, then you're able to go along for the ride a whole lot better. And here's the weird part about it that I love so much. You grow exponentially. You grow so much more with that growth mindset than you do the fixed because you, you have the power and freedom to actually grow in the way that it looks like, which is all over the place. Yeah. The power and the freedom to grow. That is really fascinating. Um, can you kind of talk about what is, what does that look like when, when you have that, that freedom, right? Like when you, when, mm-hmm. when you finally feel that you're like, okay, I can't, I don't have to do this perfectly. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah. I think the freedom is you don't blame yourself when you're not doing it perfectly 
or when you don't get the overnight success that you want. So just like with you and the cello and me with swimming, you know, it can be literal things like that. Or even, you know, my own podcast, this has been something that I have had to challenge my fixed mindset every single day over. Um, It's freeing when I tell myself it's supposed to look like this. Mm. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to not be straightforward. It's supposed to be messy and it's not your fault. You are not inherently broken. You are not uh, especially broken. Like you're not more broken than other people. This is the process. It frees us from that self-blame, which I think gives us that power we talked about to push through the process, to continue Mm -hmm. to persist and persist and persist, but with patience, because we know that's what the process looks like, that messiness. The messiness. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, there was this one time that I had an interesting uh, experience uh, when I was um, serving a mission and I was, I I remember feeling like so down on myself because I just Mm -hmm. wanted to be perfect. I wanted like, you, you want to be perfect and you want to be the best and you want to not ever mess up. But then I remember feeling very strongly um, the, the words, the process is the project. Ooh. And I just, I, it, it totally changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, it wasn't the, I mean, it was still hard. And I, I, I mean, I still now, you know, struggle with, with, um, perfectionism in many ways. Mm-hmm. And, but like the process is the project. So it sounds like kind of what you were saying, right. It's supposed to look messy. It's supposed to be, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be kind of, this squiggly line. (laughs) Yeah. And one thing I say to, you know, people on my podcast, like my listeners, or, you know, people that are in my coaching programs is hard is good. When it gets hard, that's, that's Mm. the sign that you're doing things right, that you're on the right course. And I I don't mean in a self-betrayal way, like when you're like, yeah, it's supposed to be terrible and impossible and very overwhelming and stressful. It's not that extreme. It's more you know, when you're facing that resistance, the self-doubt, the messing up, that is good. It shows that you're growing. And I think a lot about even plants, you know, I've wondered if they could talk, <laughs> if they would be like, <laughs> it, it hurts to grow. Like it's really hard to break through this shell of a seed and to, you know, search my way through the soil and stretch myself and grow in ways like I betting it's probably not you know, well, if they had feelings, uh, a painless process and how, why is it not the case with us? And yet, you know, let's look at those plants too. Seth Smith is a shared friend of ours. Um, he was on my podcast early on and he made this comparison to me and it stuck with me. Um, he talked about how everything in nature points to the fact that imperfect is right, you know, because no plant out there is perfect. This is what it looks like to grow it will be imperfect. You're going to have a limb that grows out one weird way, a flower that doesn't bloom, a different color, you know, whatever it's going to be, but that is nature. And when we try to resist that, we are preventing our growth in the end. Well, I think like that is what is beautiful, right? I mean, if you go, you know, to the store um, looking for things to decorate your house, um, I guess it depends on your style a little bit, but, uh, but you, you don't look for the cookie cutter stuff, right? That's like exactly perfect and flawless. You look for, you know, those things that have 
artistically, you know, these touches of, of human, you know, of humanity, of somebody who actually made it. Like, would you rather... A character. Okay, exactly, exactly, yeah. My husband so. and I are like, you know, Zillow hunters. We're just, <laughs> just for fun. I feel like we look yeah. at all these houses on Zillow. And he showed me this one yesterday of a home that is like 25,000 square feet and <laughs> acres and acres. I mean, it has its own baseball field, its own wow. like horse stables. I mean, just crazy stuff. But we were flipping through the photos and I just felt like, ugh, I wouldn't want to live mm. there. I don't care how big that is because it looked impossible. It just looked like a palace where you couldn't mm. be a human and, and, mm. it, and it didn't have character. Yeah. And I would, I would much rather have a fixer upper that has character, you know, mm. anyway, that's, that's kind of a stretch, I'm sure, but why not? You know, why can't that also connect to who we are, that it's okay to have character and have right. those chips and, and, you know, pieces that aren't perfect. It makes us, I think all, all the more admirable. Totally agree with that. Also, if you lived in one of those houses, you'd have to clean it and that would be Oh horrible. my goodness, that alone. I know, we, we live in a 1,200 squ- yeah, square foot home right now. <laughs> and the best thing about it is we can clean it top to bottom in less uh, than a half hour. You know, when we're yeah. all doing it, like it's clean, perfectly clean. Oh, love it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you, you've, you've published a lot of, uh, of episodes now on your podcast. How, how many, how many podcasts have you now, um, published? Goodness. Um, I think over two, 260, 260. Wow. That's amazing. I know. I can't believe it. Wow. I remember starting out and being so thrilled when I broke 10. <laughs> yeah. When I saw people who were in the hundreds, not even being able to wrap my head around it. I really couldn't. <laughs> Right. It, it is amazing. It seriously is amazing. So I hope you never forget how amazing it is. And I'll try to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> after um, you've interviewed all these people, these, you know, over 200, 260 episodes. Um, and I know some of them are solo and some of them are interviews, but um, you know, you've interviewed a lot of people and a lot of really amazing people too. I mean, super mm-hmm. amazing guests. Um, so when you, you know, interviewed these people, what, what would you say if you could like, you know, take three of the biggest takeaways or or some of the biggest takeaways that you've ever had from these, these podcasts and these interviews, what would, what would those be? I know it's like such a hard question, but I just, I'm so curious. I know it is a hard question. Um, but funnily enough, so much of what we've talked about today, I feel like is what I have learned. And let me just start by saying that, doing that many episodes, the number one person who has learned the most and changed the most as a result of it is me. Um, I really feel like it's almost selfish of me to to continue to do it because it just has changed my life to see what it looks like for people to grow and, and how they change and work on themselves. And, you know, we even just do practical stuff like how to get better sleep, which yeah, was really revolutionary for me. Um, but if I were to distill it down to three, you know, overarching takeaways, the first one really is we are all human. We are all human. Even someone who, um, has achieved something so great that you would never even imagine. Like I've interviewed people who are iron, iron mans who are, you know, female, but I've, I've interviewed people who have faced six years of cancer. Um, Mm 
and then, you know, passed away from it. Unfortunately, I have talked to people who have achieved extraordinary things. And I've also talked to people who are making, you know, online businesses from it as coaches and all these things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think it can be tempting to listen to these people and just think of them as other. Well, they're special. They're unique. They can do things because blank. And it really isn't true. Every Mm -hmm. single person is human and they are a mess in one way or another, and they're working through it just like the rest of us. And that fact alone has given me just that, you know, years long sigh of relief that it's okay to be human too. Um, so I feel like that's number one and, you know, two related to it that we've already said too, is you never arrive. You're, there's always going to be this gap between where you are now and where you want to be. Um, and that's something I'm also, I'm right now getting certified as a coach officially through Optimize. Um, and that's something they say a lot there. And it's, it's, it's so true because that's the truth. There's always going to be a gap. It doesn't matter how high you get. There's always going to be still that gap between where you want to go and the gap is okay but you can still work on shortening it. So there's, you're never going to arrive. There's always going to be a gap. But the third thing I would say that also relates to that is it's still worth persisting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really am convinced. And, and, you know, now that we've read Angela Duckworth's book, you know, um, that persistence outshines intelligence, money, connections, skills, gifts, strength, it outshines all of that. Consistency trumps everything. And in order to be persistent, if I get out of fourth year, you have to know who you want to be. That really is the heart of it. Who do you want to be? Even outside of the circumstances, outside of the achievements and the rival points that you would wish to have, who do you want to be? And that's what's going to push you through to persist when the going gets tough and to keep stretching to shorten that gap between who you are now and who you want to be. And in time, you know, what used to be, um, really difficult for you will now be your new baseline in many ways. And you are going to grow and you can change. I guess that's my fifth one. You can change. You really can. (laughs) I love that. That's it. Thank you so much. This is, that is, that is powerful. And yeah, you have to know who you want to be. So I'm just going to review these. We are all human. You never arrive. Like there will always be a gap. It's still worth persisting. And you have to know who you want to be. And then the fifth one, sorry, say that. What was- I would say, yeah, the fifth one is you have to believe change is possible. Mm, yeah. Because really you're that. not going to do anything that you don't believe in. I mean, we, I, we say this to each other and, you know, to like students when I was a teacher, or even to my kids now, like if you believe you can, or you, you, you say you can, or you say you can't, you're right. right. It's the same thing. Like if you don't believe you can change, then you won't. Hmm. Yeah. So you have to believe it's possible and that the small things you are doing will add up but not in the, you know, sexy advertising way. It's not ever going to be overnight. Hmm. You have, that's what, that's why you have to know where you're headed. That number four, you know, really know yeah. who you want to be. So you can persist to change. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. I feel like we could do a, an entire episode on knowing, you know, trying to find out how, how to, how do you know who you want to be? How do you figure that Definitely. out? Definitely. That, that's where I start with anybody I work with. And that is, includes organization course that I have out. Like we start with that. We don't talk about the surface level stuff and time management yet. We talk about who do you want to be? 
because that has to be the heart of every change you're trying to make, even if it's just getting better at organizing your closet. That's awesome. I love that. That's so powerful. Yeah. Such an amazing principle and something that we, we all need to know. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love it. So we've talked about a lot of just really powerful things already. Um, it makes me want to go back and listen to your podcast again. Oh, you're <laughs> and, so great. Yeah. No, seriously. And it's uh, pivoted a lot too. I, I'm really loving what we're doing right now. It's It's been hmm. fun. Yeah. That's awesome. No, seriously, I can't wait. And um, I, I would love, this is a question that I ask everybody, which is beyond everything that we've already talked about, um, what would you tell listeners who are desperately or like who are desperate for a more happy life today, what would, mm-hmm. advice would you give them? I'd say don't wait. Mm. Don't wait for that happiness, like we talked about at the very beginning, to be hinged off of an arrival point or an outcome or when you'll get better at something or tomorrow. You know, even as simple as don't, don't wait and let your to-dos get in the way of your life. Um, mm. That really is what I would say. And, you know, to do something about it. Do something, not the perfect plan, not step-by-step what so-and-so tells you to do or some guru. Like, and I'm even saying that for myself. Like I want people to listen to my podcast, but I can't give people a prescribed plan to happiness. You have to just do something and do something again and again and again and again until you figure out what that means to you. And really for me, happiness is not that like light feeling inside of you all the time, although it is that too. To me, happiness is fulfillment, meaning that I know who I am and who I want to be, and that I'm working towards that. That to me is the fulfillment, which spells happiness. That's so inspiring. Thank you so much. I, I, I definitely needed that today, and I know that there's a lot of people out there who needed to hear that too. So oh, thank thanks, you. Sandy. Well, sometimes things come out of my mouth. I'm like, Oh, I should listen to that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, wow. That's what I believe. That's where that, yeah, where that it's, come from. It's true. It's like half the reason why I keep doing my podcast as well as, uh, you know, I, I, I go back and listen to my own episodes, uh, with other people and I'm like, man, this was a good one. <laughs> Definitely. Like, I should take that advice. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, so, wow. Thank you so much, Monica. I love hanging out with you. you. And um, where can everybody go find you and follow you? And, you know, what, what is next for, for Monica? Yeah. So they can find me on my podcast. I would love for them to come hang out with us. It's free. Just go and subscribe um, to About Progress. And we have a new episode out every Wednesday and, you know, half the time on Fridays too. Um, Just Mm. shorter episodes then. I would love to have them there and then Instagram at about progress. And I think what's next for me is I'm figuring out a membership group. I just feel like we've needed a place for women primarily, sorry, Andy, um, <laughs> to, <laughs> who are listening to the show and really want to take action instead of just listening. So we're, we're in the beginning stages of creating a membership group, which has been so fun. But I have to tell you <laughs> that the women who originally signed up, 
Like I told them right off the bat, this is a trial and this is us figuring this out and it's going to be messy. And boy, was I right. Like we were all (laughs) over the map and now we know what it needs and we're working on it. It's been so fun, but we're just about to open that up again. So I don't know when this is going to be announced, but um, I just know the rest of May and half of June is our opening period for the membership site. And and anybody can come and join that. It's called the Strive Tribe. Hmm. where we strive for daily progress. So that's what's coming up for me. And again, I just had to tell you, thank you. Thank you so much for being my friend. And I don't know if we need to tell people the origin story, but you're actually my husband's friend first. And he was (laughs) the one who told me like, you need to go interview Andy. And we've just connected in so many ways that have been such a blessing to my life. So thank you for Hmm. all that you do, your incredible research and your your teaching that you do. It's helped me in ways that I have really needed. So thank you for all you've done. Andy. You are absolutely welcome. And thank you as well. I can just reflect all of that back at you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, ditto. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's always great. I can't wait to, uh, to do this again sometime soon. Definitely. I love that.